Welcome to the SOB Podcast. Everything fun about family dysfunction with your hosts, Shannon Livingston and Joe Lobosco. This podcast covers it all from mobsters to motherhood and strip clubs to Sunday school with candid conversations on everything from surviving to thriving. Welcome to another episode of the SOB podcast, the son of a bitch. And I am the bitch, Shannon Livingston. And I'm here with my son, Joe Labosco. I used to let him introduce himself like a big boy, but he abused that privilege by being a little smart ass and sabotaging every single intro. So um, I am going to give you an opportunity actually to sabotage the whole show today. Fantastic. Yeah. So this is going to be your episode. You were bitching and moaning that I was getting too deep and heavy with little, some of my little topics. A little too preachy, a little too, yeah, a yeah. little too real. Yeah. And so we do want to mix it up. Like I still am going to be preachy and deep and mm-hmm. take myself too seriously, yeah. but we are going to mix it up a little bit with um, some humor. And I don't know. I just, I have to let you be in control every once in a while because that's the deal. You're my co host. And um, show doesn't work without both of us. And you usually have some pretty good ideas. So I don't really know specifically what we're going to talk about today. It's kind of more a broad thing. You told me we're going to discuss the kind of the phases of our lives. The, the places that we've lived. Oh, the places Not just that the we've houses, lived. but, you know, like the neighborhood, the area, what we liked, didn't like. Okay. Sort of stuff like that. All right. So I guess this is a, a good point for me to just hand it over. You just point when it's my turn to talk. Okay. So... Yeah, obviously we've moved around a lot, both within the Midwest. And Why is that obvious? After we lived here, because I, I don't, you were there. It's obvious to you. Well, it is obvious to me. All right. You, you know, and I tell other. I people, didn't know you were speaking to me. I thought maybe you were speaking to the people I listening. Tell other people all sorts of stories. No, I don't have anything to say to them, except thanks for listening. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but uh, we've lived in a lot of different places, and uh, everyone kind of had good and bad things about it. So I just felt like it would be interesting because they all kind of had a lot of different. We've lived in a lot of different settings. We've lived in, you know, big fancy mansions and or at least for short periods of time. We've lived in, you know, small apartments and everything in between. Mm-hmm. So I felt like it'd be interesting to just kind of break that down and well, let's, see let's what your thoughts it. are. I mean, we've had a 14 so, minute preface. Let's yeah. Go. So obviously, uh, again, for the people on the show, not everyone else, but um, well, if you've listened to the past episodes, you know some of this already. But so the first house we lived in together technically was in Chicago, which I don't really have any memory of. And uh, I know there were some some issues between you and the people around at the time but we don't that's not what this one's about i'm talking more about the aesthetic mm-hmm. of the area um so what did you what did you like and not like about living in chicago well i moved to chicago <clears throat> when i was pregnant with you i didn't have any friends or family there i mm-hmm. did not have a good relationship with your father or his family right and so i was very isolated there and i actually didn't see chicago as far as the city goes until we moved out And then I would go back to visit. So that's when I saw Navy Pier and Chad's Aquarium and, you know, all the stuff that that you and I did when Mm -hmm. we would go back uh, to see your doctors or whatever. So my view of Chicago in the early days was the northwest suburbs and um, just really kind of the inside of, of my house. And, you know, I also had some 
medical issues with you even before you were born. And so I was not on bed rest, but I was, uh, I had to, to rest. I couldn't be out all the time. Didn't have anything to do anyway. Like I said, I didn't have any friends. It's not like right. it's easy at, at 21 to go out, um, you know, pregnant and make friends. People want to go to a bar. Yeah. That's not really what, what you want to do. So I did not enjoy Chicago <laughs> when we first lived there. The weather was terrible. Yeah. Um, it's colder than Kansas it City. Was, it's quite a bit bigger. Yeah. And <clears throat> it was just really uh, a very difficult part of the time in my life. And then, you know, when you were, oh my gosh, I think it was seven months, maybe I was seven months pregnant with you is when we did the first amniocentesis and they, they found the, the cyst and that just, you know, kind of led to all of these other things. So my time in Chicago was not great being pregnant and then being a mom of a special needs kid. There wasn't a lot of going out, making friends, socializing, volunteering, any of the things that I do now, right. Very, very different existence. So, um, and then at one point we moved from that house into, uh, it was after one of your surgeries into, uh, your grandparents' house. I think they needed some financial assistance and had a big house and it made sense that we were going to take over part of it or whatever. Mm -hmm. Did not make sense. Your grandfather was Sicilian and he and I did not get along. Yeah. So so you and I then moved from the bigger house in um, Mount Prospect mm -hmm. to Grandview right. to my parents' house. Yeah, that house. was going to be my next thing. Yeah, and that so. was December 15th. 1995 that we moved 96. back to my parents house to so, December 15th 1996, 1996 yeah I don't remember living there either um I do obviously remember spending a lot of time at that house but uh you know as a child which I did enjoy for a lot of reasons it's nice to anytime you're a kid and you're being dropped off because you know you were going out into the city you're doing whatever it was you were doing that I'm sure will get into in, in later Working. episodes mm -hmm. um but getting dropped off at the grandparents house even when they're my grandparents and one of them scary and the other one is teaching piano um <clears throat> was fun because a there was just more space than where we were you know typically living at mm -hmm. the time uh they had a backyard sometimes the dog would come over i get to you know see the rottweiler that was always fun uh, they always made pancakes in the morning. They had cable. I got to sleep in uh, your sister's room, have all that space to myself, watch TV all night. So okay, but I thought we were talking about the so places that, was that fun. We, we lived. So but let's uh, yeah, focus so on that. so living in Grandview uh, again, I don't really have a memory of. I, I remember what happened after that, but uh, that phase is you know I was too little at that point. So was what was that like? What was what like mid nineties going back to, um, the Grandview house? Uh, you know, the, the town was still fairly nice. It's a, it was a working class town, but mm -hmm. it was always well kept up and until it wasn't. And I, once I moved away, I didn't really, uh, go back other than to go to my parents' house to take you or, or pick you up. But I want to focus on the places that we lived and how that has influenced your development sure, or yeah. how it affected our lives. I don't want to just focus on my hometown. That's boring. And we lived there for exactly a year, 365 yeah, days. Okay, I, so, I begged them to let us stay, and I asked for a year, and that's what we did. So, and then I yeah. got a, another rental house. So that was when we moved into the house in Waldo, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that one I remember uh, surprisingly quite well, considering how long ago it was. I remember the house itself. I remember those 
green shutters for some reason that sticks in my head. I remember having a backyard, which was nice. Uh, and I remember being in the city, which I really enjoyed that period of time when we were kind of in the thick of everything that was going on. There's a certain vibe and energy when you're in a city that you don't get out in the suburbs that I thought was pretty cool as a child. Mm-hmm. And uh, I also remember a lot of food and a lot of people coming over. That was the that was the the social house, which I thought was was nice. There was always somebody renting out that back room, people hanging out. Well, and the <clears> people <throat> that rented out the back room, um, I, we had very really got lucky with those those guys those roommates two really nice guys that were drummers both of them coincidentally were drummers Mm -hmm. and so um one of them had a band and the band would come over and i would make pans of lasagna or that mustard couch mustard couch was the the name yeah i think they dedicated a song to to us or something i I don't know um but yeah you know i like to cook and i fed everybody i had a the big yard with an herb garden i took a little piece of shit house and um said hey i'll put new carpet in i'll put new floors in i'll paint all the cabinets and you know do all the painting inside and really just and did all the landscaping and everything else because it didn't have any credit she didn't have to trust me and i just needed our own house and so yeah i made a deal with her where i would do all that work i didn't get any credit on the rent for it Mm -hmm. um i just put a lot of money into it but i think I've, i've always tried to do the most I could with the little amount of resource. Um, but then that neighborhood got a little rougher. Yeah, I was going to say, then I remember, I don't remember noticing the neighborhood going bad. Cause when you're four, you don't really have a, a sense for that, but. Well, um, and I was also sick at the time. So we were in that yeah. house for about four years. I got a really horrible diagnosis uh, and I, I was sick and incapacitated for a while. And so then we moved in with Lily mm-hmm. in Midtown. And that was when we had to get rid of the Rottweiler, correct? Or no. was that before that? It was the, as soon as we moved into the Kenwood house, I had to get rid of her. There's no, no Rottweilers in a rental house. I had to sneak her in and then, of course, got busted right away and had to give her to my brother. Let's progress, please. I, I just I remember spending a lot of time Let's with the Let's progress, dog. please. Okay. On to what? the podcast. God damn. Focus. This yeah, is I'm, your episode. We're talking yeah, about I know, the places and that we've lived. I, I understand that. So then we move into the next house where we have a roommate. Well, we didn't have a roommate. We it was moved her, into house. her house. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there wasn't any room and yeah. I don't even think we were formally invited, but I needed a place to to land because I was afraid that eventually I was going to not be able to make money and I didn't want to have overhead at that point. So I just needed a, you know, six months or whatever it was. I think nine months is how long we stayed to figure out my health and my medication and my money. Cause at this point also I was not able to work. You know, our whole podcast uh, is really about the the things that have happened because mm-hmm. you were on Medicaid from your brain surgeries and I had to work off the grid. So all of these houses, I didn't have a, a credit report. I didn't have a regular job. I had to make these deals. And then, um, you know, when things got a little scary for me and I didn't have a safety net, we moved into a house that was way too small for us, but it was closer to your school. Right. It was with my best friend and it was, uh, it was just a soft place yeah. to land at that point. I don't even think I was speaking to my parents and I didn't have anywhere else to go. I did have fun when we were living there. I felt like yeah, longer. It wasn't awful. It felt like longer than it was, but yeah, there wasn't a lot of space, but when you're a child, you don't need, you don't need a lot of space. Um, there was a drum kit, which I, I enjoyed. 
lot of drummers in my life. I don't know what yeah. that's about. We, we lived right down the street from the jazz, which is still open and operating in Kansas City. So and they also let you play the drums. Yeah, we'd go down there and they'd let me play drums when the band was there. That was fun. Although they, I read something about they got in trouble for some health code violations a couple months ago. So maybe we shouldn't have been spending so much time over there. But, 20 years ago. 25 um, years ago. Anyway, uh, that place was a lot of fun. Uh, we did almost get robbed that one time, which... If you want to hear about that, listen to earlier episodes. But um, that was on the what would you do episode yeah, when so, the guys were trying to break into the house. Yeah, so that was when we were living at that house. And uh, that was a cool part of town. Still a cool part of town. I do go back to some spots in that area every once in a while whenever I'm there. And so, like I said, I enjoyed being in the city even mm -hmm. as a small child. And uh, well, also, as a small child, also, you <laughs> went to schools that we're not neighborhood schools, so we could live in the city and then I would drive you to school. Right. But then you got old enough that that program was no longer serving you. We were yeah. in this tiny house. I got control of my health issues and my money. I got all that straight. And so then we moved over to the Kansas side. The Kansas side in the suburbs in Olathe, which is still a wonderful town for anyone who lives there. But uh, especially if you like mom jeans, that's <laughs> that place is for you. Yeah. So that offered um, stability for sure, because, you know, there's a lot less just sketchy activity in a place like that. It was a much you know, cleaner, safer neighborhood. So mm -hmm. I understand why that made sense and at the time. And a better school. And a better school. Yeah. No, Johnson County has some thing. of the best schools in the country, or at least they did. But it was a bit of a culture shock. I, you know, will always remember getting picked up that first day of school and you said something about, you know, how did it go? What do you think? And I said, where are all the black kids? Well, you were afraid. You were, you thought they did something to them. You thought that, like, you didn't know what it yeah, happened. Well, because before that, the school right. I was going to was it was primarily, primarily black right. kids, and um, so it really did freak you out. Like, yeah, not right. only and then were I go you to school like, where there are no black kids, right. and you, you weren't like, oh, this is different, and everybody looks like me. You were kind of afraid that somebody had come and taken the black children and done something with them. Yeah, and they so did. I, they raised the rent. I had to explain to you that yeah, it was a different <laughs> situation in there. Nobody was going to be calling you cracker yeah. anymore. They, but, I don't. I think those kids knew what cracker meant no they, they, no <laughs> no they they were more concerned about what church i was going to when we moved to olathe yeah they were a little um, judgmental so yeah so that was that was a, a weird period because we had nosy neighbors uh who did not like us uh we had the pta people who did not like us those kids were not nice to me at least most of them you know i made a few friends here and there but mm -hmm. by and large we were made to feel that we were not welcome well, and, you know, we lived in an apartment um, and it was it was nice, but it was the, the cheapest place in the best school district that that I could find. And so I didn't have a husband and I didn't have a regular job and I was driving a Cadillac and wearing snakeskin boots. And, um, you know, they were all afraid I was going to sleep with their husband, I guess. I, I just wanted to go to the school and help out yeah. with the Christmas party. Well, you did get that gig in Bed Bath & Beyond for a little while, but <laughs> yeah, when I was, um, when I was dating Carl and he told me I needed a, a legit job, Yeah, but then I got fired. Yeah. And that was that. Um, so, you know, the, 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 the area around that was nice. It's still nice. So, you know, we went back there 
when uh, we took care of my grandfather. There's a lot. I'm just saying, you know, there's a lot of food shopping. They have that giant movie theater that we used to go to all the time. It's a homogenized part of the so country. That was it's safe. Cool. It's nice. The the school was but, nice. Yeah, it was very, uh, very. I was phasing out the mobsters and the strip clubs. <clears throat> everything, so... everything was beige. Everyone drove a minivan. Everyone had a stick up their ass. It was a. It, it's not one of my favorite places. I still hate Kansas. Anyway, so after that we for several reasons got an opportunity to move to florida and landed in palm coast in flagler county for anyone listening who might know anyone in flagler county i'm so bored right now listening you to this. did not you you told me to take the reins i know but so tell an interesting up. story a bunch of cool shit happened like tell i don't know but just talk about like the houses or the the neighborhood yeah i'm i'm getting there all right jesus i'm impatient you're a slow talker <laughs> so we moved to Flagler County where my, you know, we're to take care of my great grandfather. And well, I did pick up a husband <clears throat> in that time. So you may want to put that so, into the yeah, story. Yeah, you picked up a, a Jewish husband in um, when we were still living in, in Olathe. And so he moved in with us there for a short time. And we, that was also when we got Zelda. We got the dog. And and then we moved in January of, two, well, we moved in December and got there to Florida in January of 06. Uh, after a, a long, weird drive through, well, we had to go down to Texas and then go across, and that was right after Katrina, and so we drove through Louisiana, and all the roads were torn apart, and we were in hotels with all these refugees. And Well, uh, the worst was, part was that it was he, very strange. he was on methadone, and so we had to schedule the whole trip stopping at different methadone clinics along the way. He had to predetermine that. I mean, this is, you know, before yeah. smartphones for the, the most part. And so the whole trip of moving uh, was picking up his stuff in Texas and then moving to Florida. But along the way, we had to have the dog and the tortoise mm -hmm. and the moving truck and stop at the methadone clinic in the morning. So And that big bag of fudge that melted. Yeah, it was a big blob because you put way. it in your pocket. Because <clears throat> uh, it was Christmas. So that so that trip was was longer because of that. It wasn't just that the roads I know, were bad. But, uh, yeah, but as an 11-year-old, the mm -hmm. fact that we were stopping at methadone clinics, I was not aware of. So that was not part of my experience at the time. So anyway, anyway we moved. I did have my Walkman on that trip, which came in handy. I had a lot of good CDs. Um. <clears throat> So we moved to Palm Coast, which was uh, the first time, not the first time I've been to Florida because we went to Disney World, but it was the first time, obviously, for me living in Florida, which was kind of cool because, you know, you had the beach right there. And but I got over that pretty quickly. Um, you did not like Flagler County. You still don't like Flagler County. It's old Florida. <laughs> it's not that developed. It, you know, it's totally different from Naples. Yeah, we we decided where to go in a hurry. We knew we wanted to be in Florida. Yeah, it was a placeholder. I uh, get that. Yeah. Mr. Livingston and I discussed it, you know, where we wanted to be. And Florida was good. He was the a film director and um, he was doing a lot of work in Florida in different studios and whatever in Florida. And it was warmer. You know, I have a, a lot of medical issues that the um, the cold effects. And so. Unfortunately, your uh, biological father did not want us moving and tried to control that and tried to send paperwork to control that. But filed in the wrong state, did it in the wrong state. The lawyer said, and can you move? Are you going to tell the story? Go ahead. Oh, I'm going to tell the story. 
I don't know. Well, I don't I know thought, what's going on. I thought we were, we I was were telling the story up to talking about Palm Coast, and then you're backtracking to why we about moved to Palm Coast. About why we moved to Florida, yes. <laughs> that, it makes a difference. I mean, just talking about these houses and what color the fucking carpet is, who gives a shit? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Your show. So, it no, it's our show, but I'm trying to get the interesting stuff out of you. And I yeah, I'm, I would, again, I was getting there. I was going to talk well, about. Well, you already had us moving to Palm Coast. You didn't even say anything about the because heroin that's addict all husband. Just family drama. And I, you yeah, know. Yeah, that's what the show is about. No, that's what you want it to be about. You want to talk about carpet and drapes? No, that is not what I said. When did I ever bring that up? Anyway. So we moved to Palm Coast. We moved to Palm Coast. Yes. And you worked at a place on the beach. My lawyer said uh, you have a two-week window to respond to this paperwork. And if you can move to Florida within that time, we can respond from your Florida address. Mm -hmm. Can you do that? So we liquidated everything, packed up everything, and moved to Florida within those two weeks. Secretly, in the middle of the night. Yeah. We did have some help. There were a few people who See, came to help us load the truck. that's how you tell a story. Okay. That's a little more exciting. Mm. All right. So now we're in Palm Coast. So we're in Palm Coast. I you, hate it. You got a job. I'm getting my real estate license. Well, you got, you get, yeah. But while you're doing that, you got a job selling fried food in a basket to bikers and whoever was coming into the town. Uh, which I thought was kind of cool because you'd bring home you know, yeah, chicken fingers and stuff. And not for me, but whatever. <laughs> okay. Again, from my perspective, I'm getting fried food every night and you know, I get to go to this place on the beach and hang out. So that was kind of nice. They did um, have good peel and eat shrimp. And you made a lot of money during bike week. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't uh, a lot in that whole area. No. So it was kind of yeah, the, the hippest place there. <laughs> And, um, you know, it was fun with my colleagues, but it, it was tough work. I didn't like the town. Yeah, and sure. aside from bike week, it was just demanding people. Yeah. You do get a little more of a taste of fall in northern Florida, which is something I miss being down this far south. But, mm -hmm. you know, what are you going to do? So we were there for what, a year and a half until something my like grandfather that. passed yeah. away. Mm -hmm. So then, yeah, so then we, he, Bobby was working down in Naples already. So that just kind of made the most sense. And you did some research and the schools were good. The neighborhoods were good. And so we packed up and made that five hour drive down here. Well, he was he was working in Benita. <clears throat> and okay, when I right. looked at Benita and Naples, not knowing anything mm -hmm. back then. Yeah, we decided Naples was <laughs> yeah, the place for me. Not a surprise. And so, uh, again, we chose a house that was in the school district that mm -hmm. I thought was best for you. Good old Naples Park. They just had a shooting there a couple nights ago. That does not surprise me. Um, <clears throat> so I liked that house for certain reasons. We had the pond with the, um, were there fish in that pond? Mm -hmm. or Yeah. So we had the pond with the fish. We had the tree out back. I had a backyard it was again. A, a water feature yeah. with water lilies, not yeah. like a pond in the yard. Okay. Yeah. We had a water feature in and the then we had eye. a little bench where you could sit and what, like that was a good place for me to just kind of go and relax and do my homework. And like, mm -hmm. we had a, there was a lot of space in that place and mm -hmm. it was kind of spaced out. And I don't know. It was nice. I, I liked that place. Um, but yeah, the neighborhood was, not bad, but, you know, lower middle class, I guess, is probably the best way to describe it. It's rentals. <laughs> and uh, there, so, it's not lower middle class. The, just the lots in, in that place are, you know, two, just, three times the amount that my parents' house would be. So well, I thought that was just because of location, though. Yes. 
because of location. That doesn't mean that it's lower middle class. If you're paying four hundred, five hundred, six hundred thousand dollars for a little two, three bedroom house, that you're a not, sucker. Or you own property in Naples Park and you're making money on it. Mm, okay. Well, like I've got landlord. a lot to learn about real estate. Yes. <laughs> but uh, Tim will teach you. Yeah, great. Um, so yeah, so we lived in Palm coast and I started making friends there cause uh, this bus stop was right there. And so that was when I started kind of talking to people and getting things. And then we used to walk down and watch the street races at night. And that was kind of interesting. You just said Palm coast. Did you mean Naples park? Naples park. Oh, you said yeah, Palm coast. I fall. So, so yeah, right. Naples so park. Naples I started making Naples friends and, and getting used to the school. Cause I figured, okay, we're going to be here for a while. And then uh, my stepdad left. Or wait, no, did he leave when we were still in Naples Park? Or was that after that? Yeah. So he left Naples Park. Then I put us into a decent house. And then, yeah. So and then you found a new place. He found that house. That's right. Yeah, he picked that place. Seven oh seven. I remember that. <clears throat> um. So then you found another place in a gated community. By that time, I had my real estate license, yeah. and I had been working for a little bit. And so, yeah, so we, we moved on up and we moved into a nicer neighborhood, a a gated, nicer neighborhood community. gated community, autumn woods, very nice place. And, uh, at that point I could walk to school, which was nice. Um, it was not a short walk, but I could walk to school at least middle school. And so then that was where I met Alex, who's still one of my friends to this day. Cause we would, he lived right across the street from the school and I would walk clear across from the other side of the neighborhood but so then i started making a little more friends having sleepovers and we had the space to kind of have fun again we had a backyard uh, the dog liked to go out and get lost and do all sorts of stuff mm-hmm. so that and that was different for sure being in a place like that i'd never lived in a gated community before they had all sorts of weird rules but um overall a good experience i would say and then after that, we moved to Bermuda. We moved into an apartment. We downsized right, because yeah. I was in real estate in the worst possible right, yeah. time. So the market crashed in real estate. And so um, I started doing marketing, but I started my own company and uh, knew it was going to be a while. And again, just like when we moved into Lily's, I knew, OK, it's time to downsize. Like I, I need to cut my overhead. And so we moved back into an apartment. Mm hmm. Which wasn't bad. Which wasn't bad. Wasn't the, great, they had that leaky air conditioner that made the carpet wet, which was kind of annoying. But that's, you know, anyone who's had an apartment's probably dealt with that. Uh, I made friends there, too, who you threatened fairly quickly uh, if they were to get me into trouble because I was in high school by that point And they were. Well, OK, so but doing let's tell things. this story properly. So we we go from a gated community. Yeah. We downsized to the apartment mm-hmm. and uh, the people changed. I mean, let's people, just, yeah, the let's vibe was definitely different. So you have new friends. You're starting, uh, you know, to get older. I was a these, freshman. Yeah. These kids were starting to have cars. And so I think after a week or two of you talking about, you know, this kid and that kid, I mm-hmm. said, all right, I need to meet all of them. <laughs> Uh, have them all here. You know, you can't hang out with these kids without me knowing who they are. So yeah. have them all here on this day at this time. And I think there were three or four of them and you lined them up on the couch. And um, yeah, I said, you know, whatever you guys are doing, that's your business. But my kid doesn't do that. So if you're going to be drinking and smoking or being, you know, 
doing stupid shit out mm-hmm. out in a, a car or whatever, then you need to drop him off or call me to come get him and I won't get in your business. But if you get my kid into trouble, then I will send a large, angry Italian man to your home, not to tell your parents, but to break your legs and you will walk with a limp for the rest of your life. Do you understand me? And they kind of looked down and I had to say, no, I need a, an eye contact and a yes, ma'am. And they've been yes, ma'am and me ever since that day. Yeah, they were funny? all very helpful. They would uh, help you bring in the groceries. and Yes, because I wanted the them to understand being a single mom, being a woman doesn't mean that I'm a punk. It doesn't mean that yeah. you're in charge. It doesn't mean that anything goes. This isn't a party house. I'm not stupid. In hindsight, I, that, that wasn't from probably Naples. was a good way to, to handle that. Yes. Absolutely. Just right up front. I don't get up in your business, but don't you dare cause any problems over here. So, and we did yeah. have one bring a stolen bike to the door, which you wanted to take possession of. And mm-hmm. I had to explain the situation to you. Yeah. Well, yeah. He, he just wants to keep it in our garage. Yeah. Well, then he they all found girlfriends and moved out and their whole thing fell apart. But that was also where I met Joshua, who uh, at the time I did not get along very well with. But then everyone else moved out. And so then we started hanging out and eating Oreos and watching that 70s show after school. And then we moved again. You're leaving out another man. So while I was marketing, I took on a client who was a very well-known man in town. And we're just going to tell that story another time. I'm going to save that for another episode. But um, he moved in with us in this apartment and there wasn't a lot of room. And so uh, we needed another yeah we need another place and so then we moved again and that was bella vita the first time right Mm -hmm. yeah so then we moved into a uh a bigger slightly nicer place that uh in a neighborhood that we still live in in a different unit which is kind of funny so we moved in there um nice neighborhood you know, no real issues except for that time I got hit by a truck waiting for the well, for the bus in the morning. You were a dumbass sitting on the curb with your legs hanging out. Every the kid, they I all sat on the curb. I had to call my friend at the sheriff's office and have him help. And then by the time I hear the story, I had to apologize to him for my kid being a dumbass. It was six fifteen in the morning. They were all sitting on the curb. Still, his turn They're was not too. All my kid. He made too tight of a turn. That's all I'll say about that. I still have road rash. Anyway. So we moved into that neighborhood, and uh, so that was where I finished high school and wanted to kill your man friend at the time. Yeah. Um, so we were there for, I don't know, a few years. A couple years. I yeah. had to Baker act him. He, he got out of the house, changed the locks, uh, signed a new lease with mm-hmm. new owners, and then... Um, he started, uh, and then he had a stroke Mm -hmm. and did not heal well and started stalking me and you and coming by the house because this was no longer in a gated neighborhood. We had had gates at the apartment and before that. So he could drive up in that big stupid Escalade and do whatever the hell he wanted. 12 times a day with his crackhead friend that, you know, coming by and, um, walking around the condo. It was a first floor unit. Mm-hmm. And he had lived there. So, you know, it's not like he didn't know the layout. Uh, yeah. So he, he was coming by a lot. I was dating somebody new. And 
absolutely rushed uh, that relationship. I knew it was probably never going to last anyway. Um, and so moved again, moved again to get away. We loved that, that place, that condo, but moved again to get away from mm-hmm. uh, the boyfriend. And the then, ex-boyfriend. So then we moved in with the new boyfriend and he had a beach house. Yeah, the beach house was cool. The beach house I liked because it was definitely a good place for someone my age at the time. It was a good place to have people over and, you know, take pictures and hang out. And yeah. we had a everybody few, else liked the beach a lot. more. Everybody loved did. the beach and the beach we didn't house. Go to the beach. I did not go to the beach. I went to the beach at night, um, you know, more often than I did during yeah. the day because it was right there. But yeah, during the day, packed with people, hot as shit, um, not. Not my, not my thing. And when not you live aesthetic. on the beach, when you're right there on the water, you can stay in the air conditioning and look at it. Right. Exactly. So I got like all the view of the beach and the right, water until they let the right, shrubbery grow. I can watch grow. TV. I can yeah. have a cocktail. But, I can you know, do everybody, I want to do. Well, and everybody would house. talk about, oh, you know, don't you love the balcony? I was like, yeah, but I don't get to. He's always up here on the balcony. I don't, you know, I, mm-hmm. the, I only really, yeah, I like the house, but I really liked the house when there was no one in it. Yeah, me so. too. And you know the house was okay, but I'm not a beach person. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> property does not really impress me that much. And and while it was nice, mm-hmm. it was not the you know the nicest unit in Naples not, for sure. Yeah, I and, came from the world of real estate, and so and it um, wasn't our house. And yeah, and it it wasn't our house. None of that stuff was ours. And um, <clears throat> I always kind of. I thought it was so funny that people thought like it was such a privilege for us Mm -hmm. to live there when it was not my idea. It's not something I asked for. And he, you know, he was living there paying the bills with or without us. And he's the one who wanted us Mm -hmm. there and, you know, and, and asked us to be there. Well, and it was, it was kind of cold just aesthetically. Everything Mm -hmm. was very plain and white and there was nothing of ours. And so again, it it felt more like like a a stepping stone, um, you know, in our lives because it was his house Yeah, and we didn't have, you know, things on the Mm -hmm. wall or, you know, I didn't. And we were in the one part of town where no one delivered. Yeah. So it was impossible to get a pizza or Chinese food or so. Yeah. I always had to be running somewhere to get something. And so that was that I was five minutes from work, which was nice, but yeah. So, That whole shit show of a relationship, which will be another uh, podcast yeah. episode, that ran its course, and we we moved out on the fourth of July. Yeah, well, I it guess was so. Raining and a hundred degrees at the same time. But could not wait to get out. Yeah, so that was nice. And then we, you found a unit right back in the neighborhood we used to live in. So yeah. this one's on the second floor, well, which is kind of cool. And without going like really deep into you know that relationship or that man. It was um, particularly at the end, really, really unpleasant. He yeah. he was a, a drinker. He was full of rage. Um, yeah, I spent most of the time just locked in my room. And yeah, and which at that point, what's the point? By of the being time there? that I told him that we were leaving, because I was looking for property for for quite some time before that. Mm-hmm. Hard to find a place in Naples right, during yeah, high right. season. It's not like we hadn't talked about it. But um, I remember, you know, when I told him that, that we were uh, leaving and he got so, so angry about it because he thought that beach house was just, you know, mm-hmm. how could anybody want to leave here? And he didn't understand because you're here. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's that's the whole deal. What do mm-hmm. you not get? With your man cave that's not really a man cave. Yeah, again, that's another episode. There's an office with a big TV. But because, but my point is, because it had been so stressful, yeah. particularly at the end. Yeah, I didn't care I about really, the house anymore. No, that's not mm. my point. Let, yeah. let me make my point. Okay. Uh, 
I wanted to go back to where we had been before ah. because it had been good mm-hmm. before the other guy mm-hmm. came along and screwed it up. You know, we did like it. Yeah. It's a nice part of town. Safe it's bed. convenient. Right. It's not pretentious, but it's safe and clean and, and all of that. And you don't do well with change. And so I felt super guilty about mm-hmm. the stalking and then the angry alcoholic and, you know, finding another place that was going to be our home together with my promise to you that, okay, no more of these crazy motherfuckers are coming in here and, you know, or forcing me into to any other premature cohabitation uh, situations. And so, um, so that is why I went back to Bella Vida. There was a lot of emotional reason for that. It's not just because it's, you know, a nice yeah. neighborhood. Well, I appreciate that. And so far that has been the case. I haven't had to, you know, butt heads with anybody. I'm the man of the house. Yeah. But you missed the the mansion, the the fun house. The mansion, yeah. So um That'll be a good way at to the wrap time, it up. Yeah, we never really lived there. This guy technically, was so awful. He's about to tell but, you how uh, great this house was, and we yeah. still left. So <laughs> the guy who owned the beach house also had a house in St. Louis that he has since sold. Not really St. Louis. Doesn't but matter. Move on. Anyway, it was a very big, very big, very big house. He said it was bigger um, than it was. It was pretty big. Typical male. Yeah, I know. I was involved with bigger the real than any estate place I've seen down here but he would always add about 3000 square feet onto it i'm not kidding i think what he told me was 16000 right and it wasn't it was closer to 13 okay well it was a big house yeah. there, and were, there was outdoor space you could get lost in this place very easily but uh for again for someone in his 20s with lots of friends um it was perfect 12 bathrooms. Yeah, 12 so everybody bathrooms. Everybody could poop at the same time. There was a home theater. There was a pool that we didn't really use because it was always too cold. But um, there was a golf simulator. There was a pool table. There was, you know, a, of course, air there was hockey. a bar. There was air Pac-Man. hockey. Yeah, the, all just all sorts of stuff to do, places to go. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I really did enjoy that place. I'm going to miss that house. Well, and it was seasonal. So for me, it wasn't so much, you know, the size or even the the home theater, or whatever, because the the picture sucked in the home theater. It sounds great to be rich until you're really living. You have it to out. maintain everything, and then you're like, oh, this isn't yeah. as great. And the doorknobs were falling off, and there were wasps everywhere. Yeah, he and... didn't maintain things that well. Yeah, either. But uh, that was a nice place to to hang out and have parties for sure. There was a, a night where it, some of his kid, his kid, and some of her friends uh, had like a New Year's Eve party that got yeah. kind of out of control. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, she was good. Yeah. If, if I could have just taken her and not him, that would have been fantastic. We could have just had little get-togethers in the house that watched the change of seasons and, and yeah, s'mores. And it allowed me to have a place to go when I wanted to go back to Missouri and not have to pay for staying somewhere mm-hmm. and enjoy the seasons and, you know, just being closer to home. So I, I did enjoy that. But that phase is over, and hopefully I'll have my own mansion in the Midwest someday. And people do treat you differently when you have that level of money or they think you have that level of money. Absolutely. You know, people would come service people to the house to fix the fountain or alarm system or whatever. Um, and they would treat me differently. They would quote me different prices. They, I mean, it was, it was eye opening for sure. There was a time where two of my friends and I were basically stranded in that house because I had lost the car keys in the snow in the backyard. 
which they then found three months later and still worked. And think about <clears throat> if you would have been 12 years old and somebody said to you, you're going to be stranded in this mansion with video games and all this other stuff for a couple of days, you would have been like, oh, wow, that's the coolest thing ever. Mm -hmm. And yet that happened to you and you thought it sucked. The whole I thought time. it sucked because all I was thinking about is where these goddamn car keys. Yeah, they were out in the snow. You know, how can I fix this problem? And th that still bothers me that I could have just kept looking and probably would have eventually found them and we could have gotten out of there. But um, hey, what are you going to do? So anyhow, those are all of our houses. So those are all the places in. that we've lived. And uh, do you have a favorite? Do I have a favorite? Um, probably the treehouse that we live in now. I just think that, you know, I, I do like the neighborhood and all of that. But it's it's the phase of life for me. It's the fact that mm -hmm. no one is there messing it up. You know, you and I are good roommates. We just kind of do your thing and yeah. I do mine. And I've got my room set up how I like it. I've got, you know, everything's pretty, pretty so chill. For me, it's not the house. It's what's mm. going on in the it's house the, and yeah, who's I in got the you. house. Uh, so even though we have mm -hmm. been in, you know, city neighborhoods too, and you skipped the plaza. We lived on the plaza too. But, um, you know, even though we have been in kind of, let's say, shadier, more colorful uh, neighborhoods. Which can be fun in its own way. Different characters of the, the neighborhood. Throwing which, crab apples at passing cars. I'm sure we were some of them, yeah. Uh, you know, all the way up to to mansions and gated neighborhoods and, and all of that. It's well, always about the phase of life for me. It, well, and that's what I thought would be interesting about this episode is because we really kind of run the spectrum of your places to live and, mm -hmm. and how to manage that. So that... And you learn what you like and you don't. Right. And that is one I thing. I don't that need I as much space yeah, as right. I thought I did. Everybody thinks they want a huge house with all this stuff. And then you realize that you have to manage all of that and pay for it. And, and it's if it's just you, not you're not so really fun. enjoying it. Right. And if there's a psychopath in the house with you, you're not enjoying that either. <laughs> Always push them down the stairs. Well, I think that is a good <laughs> place to end it, which no one did go down the stairs, by the way. We left before that happened. So that was uh, kind of a good short timeline of the different places we've been and uh you know hopefully someday we can turn that into a wider presentation i don't know what that means but all right so thank you for listening everyone i'm gonna say goodbye and joe you can take us out peace out please make sure to download and listen to sob on apple spotify and google podcasts don't forget to like and share on social media this has been a Studio 239 production.